The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open to 1 Corinthians 16, we'll pick up our reading in verse 19 after a word of prayer and look at the closing salutation in this letter as Paul gives his greetings and lays down his pen and prays over this letter and sends it forth to the church of God there in the city of Corinth. First, a word of prayer. Then find 1 Corinthians 16, verse 19. Father, we come now in Jesus' name, thanking you for this day and for this time. We do plead the blood of the Lamb of God, that we might have our prayer to be heard, and that we might seek your face humbly, sincerely, knowing that we need your grace and mercy and peace upon our lives. Help the preaching now to help your people and help some poor soul that is still dead in trespasses and sins to find the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. Thank you for first loving me. Help us now to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 19. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord, with the church that is in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet ye one another with an holy kiss. The salutation of me, Paul, with mine own hand. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now we're looking at the closing words of a pastoral nature as given by Paul to the saints of God in Corinth. 
He gave them instruction in verses 13 through 18. Now we find the closing salutation, verses 19 through 24. We begin reading with this phrase, The churches of Asia salute you. This is greetings from abroad. What a comfort to think of like-minded churches who had embraced and obtained like precious faith through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Paul reminded the church of God in Corinth of the churches in Asia. But then Paul says, Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Here is a house church, a local church beginning in these believers' house. Aquila and Priscilla, that couple, that married team for the glory of God, husband and wife serving, husband and wife telling others, sharing the gospel, showing forth the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Greetings came from them to the people of God in Corinth. Greetings from abroad, from the churches in Asia, from the church in the house of Aquila and Priscilla. Then Paul says in verse 20, All the brethren greet you. Again, greetings from abroad. All the brethren greet you. What a wonderful blessing. But then Paul gives greetings from himself or from an apostle. Greet ye one another with an holy kiss. Of course, this would have been a thing of their culture, a thing of their time, much like, I believe, our handshake or the hugging of a brother's neck today. But then greetings with the scriptures in mind. Paul says in verse 21, the salutation of me, Paul, with mine own hand. Paul's personal salutation and signature was needed to ensure the authenticity that this was an inspired letter from an apostle of God and thus given to the saints of God as the very words of God. But then greetings with the Lord Jesus in mind. Paul gives here in verse 22 two of those watchwords in the days of the early church. And they should be watchwords today. But here he says, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. Anathema. Let him be accursed. Maranatha. Our Lord cometh. We could say then in anathema we find this phrase, this truth brought to light that the Lord judgeth. Maranatha, the Lord cometh. But then verse 23, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Greetings with God's grace in mind. Here is Paul's signature. Grace be with you. Verse 24, my love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Greetings with Christian love in mind. This is God's love revealed personally 
and practically in the believer. Paul said, my love, God's love in him and through him, even his love, my love, the love of Christ in the apostle for the people of God. Now, back up to verse 22. Here is the thought we want to pull out. He says, if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. So let me give you some questions. Do you love him? Do you love the Lord Jesus Christ? Does he have all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your strength, all of your mind, all of your body? What have we done with the love he has given us? And do we love him first and foremost, yea, with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and strength? Now, the word anathema is a Greek word, and so it designates something or someone that has been devoted to destruction, that has been handed over to God for the purpose of judgment. You would recall in Galatians 1, where Paul says, If any man preach any other gospel, let him be accursed. Here is the idea behind this word anathema. But then he said, Maranatha. This is a word of Aramaic, Chaldaic origin, and it means that our Lord has come and he cometh. And when attached to anathema, it is an exclamation of the divine judgment that is swiftly approaching. So that we must say, that our Lord Jesus is coming again, and he is coming to judge. Now, I say emphatically that the bride of Christ is not appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ at his secret coming in the rapture. This is the blessed hope of the church of Christ. It is when we are caught away into the air to meet our Lord and meet our loved ones who have gone on before us to be with the Lord, which he shall bring with him at that time when he descends to about the tops of the mountains in the air, not with his feet to touch the earth, not yet, for this is his secret coming to catch away the bride to rapture the church, so we will not go through the tribulation period. We do believe the Bible teaches, therefore we proclaim and preach a pre-tribulation rapture of the church and then a pre-millennial return of Christ to the earth to put his feet there upon the Mount of Olives and see it split in twain. And there he will also establish his kingdom and rule with a rod of iron and be seated on the throne of his father David there in Jerusalem. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 58, 1 Thessalonians four thirteen through 18, chapter 5, verses 9 and 10, 
and there are others, but I believe these verses suffice to prove a pre-tribulation rapture. And so let me just close with this thought, that in this phrase, Anathema Maranatha, we have terror mixed with tenderness, destruction mixed with deliverance, excommunication with exclamation, severity with sincerity, sharpness with gladness, and judgment with love. It is a solemn prophetic warning, and every true believer understands that the coming of the Lord of love is the destruction of the unloving. Let the sinner beware. Let him flee to Christ and find refuge in the cross and the blood of Christ's cross, which is shed for the sins of the whole world. And by this blood, Christ has made propitiation, and he is the propitiation before the Father for the sins of the sons of men. Call on Jesus today, friend. Recognize him to be Lord and trust him as your Savior today. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.